hey, I'm Rebecca, your host for Let's Have Tea podcast. This podcast is a time that you can come and listen and learn God's Word, study God's Word, and grow in God's Word as we wait upon Him. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 26 through 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. So why is the title of this podcast, Let's Have Tea? Because when you have a tea bag and it's in hot water, it makes strong tea. And the longer you wait for it, the longer you leave that tea bag in that hot water, the stronger it's going to be. And if we can learn God's Word, if we can gain some patience and grow that patience, whatever we face, we're going to be able to wait. And we're going to go through trials. We're going to grow through trials. But we have to learn to wait. There's power in the wait. And there's victory in the wait. So sit back and grab you a glass of hot coffee or hot tea, or as my husband would say, a big glass of Coke, and let's get together and study God's Word. Hey, y'all. Hey. Here we are again. It's been a while. It's been a while. Glad to be back. Be glad when everything is our new normal and we going, going, going. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got a lot. Was God has been doing some pretty good, amazing things. And, uh, yeah. All right. You ready? I am. We have a lot of scripture to cover. So if you want to grab your Bible or take notes or just listen or however you want to do it. We're going to be in John chapter 4. One of my most favorite scriptures, or uh, chapters, I guess. It's my, one of my most favorite, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be reading kind of in the Passion Translation and New King James. And I have my readers on, so if you see me take them off or... Because <laughs> I can't see to read with my other glasses on. And... Who knows? I don't know if I'll be able to see or not, but we'll just go with it. So, we're going to start in John 4, and I'll be reading in the Passion, and if I switch over, I will I will let you know. Do you want to read, or do you want me to read? No, go ahead. It says, Soon the news reached the Jewish religious leaders, known as the Pharisees, that Jesus was drawing greater crowds of followers coming to be baptized than John. And in parentheses, it says, although Jesus didn't baptize, but his disciples baptized the people. So we're going to start right there for a second. Do you know what a disciple is? 
a disciple is somebody that believes in Jesus and understands what Jesus did for them. So it's a pers personal follower of Jesus. Jesus heard what was being said and abruptly left Judea and returned to the province of Galilee and to return to the province of Galilee. And he had to pass through a Samaritan territory. Jesus arrived at the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph long ago. Wearied by his long journey, he sat on the edge of Jacob's well. He, set, he sent his disciples into the village to buy food, for it was already afternoon. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink of water. I mean, wouldn't you have loved to have been that woman? Yeah. You know. Well, we think we would have. I, w I would have. You would have? Um, and if in the New King James, where it says, um, in verse 6, where it said, and for it was already afternoon, the New King James says the sixth hour. It was the sixth hour, and that means it's noontime. It's modern-day noontime. I'm looking at the message here, and it said it was noon. Yeah. It's just point blank. It was noon. So, I know you've probably heard sermons preached on this, <laughs> studies done on it, devotions. So, why was this lady going to draw water? in the heat of the day at noon and think about it right now if it was right here july the 15th as hot as it was today yesterday or day before at noon time why was she on that mountain at that well drawing right. water right would you want to get even even today would you want to get in your truck to drive across town to go get lunch not at noon i mean yeah you have air conditioner and but it's just, you know, it's just hot. So, but she's wanting to go at noon, the hot, hottest part of the day. So. Almost like she was hiding something. Right. We're, so we're going to learn some stuff. <laughs> it says, surprised, she said, why would a Jewish man ask a Samaritan woman for a drink of water? Jesus replied, if you only knew who I am and that. And the gift that God wants to give you, you'd ask me for a drink, and I would give to you living water. Living and I have that, that highlighted, so I figured you were going to want to say something about that. Well, the living water is what we, we live by now. It's everything that we need. It's, it's everything that we use. And the living water, I, I talked about it Sunday, the Word of God, as we put it in us, we're putting that living water in us. Well, what goes, what goes in us? It's going to come out of us. We're going to live it. The, right. The, and we're, we're, we're going to get to that. Verse <laughs> 11, the woman replied, and I love this, but sir, you don't even have a bucket, and this well is very deep. And she's telling Jesus this. Yeah. So where do you find this living water? Do you really think that you are greater than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it himself along with his children and livestock? Oh, 
Jesus answered, <laughs> If you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again and again. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never thirst again and will be forever satisfied. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, springing up and flooding you with endless life. Anything you want to comment yeah, on? Yeah, I want to say that again. It, for when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, springing up, flooding you with endless life reminds me of that song that we used to sing at college avenue paul and glenda shall's spring uh, up oh well yeah within my soul <laughs> wow so yeah gushing so i mean when something gushes out i mean it's it's, it's some pressure bloody. behind it's, it right it's coming out yeah so it's a gushing fountain of the holy spirit Anything else? Mm -mm. Uh, verse 15, the woman replied, Well, let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to draw water. Do you think she got it yet? Not yet, but she will in just a little bit. Is the woman, this is just some notes that I made, is the woman tired of the life that she was living? That's very possible. You know, maybe she's thinking, I am sick and tired of toting these buckets to come get that water. At noontime. And that, yeah, and by the time I get back home, it's done sloshed around, and Look, I have half a bucket now. At the heat of the day, I don't even care if it sloshes right. because I'm hot and I want to be cool right. off. And how many times she had to stop and take a drink of her bucket of water yeah. because she's hot. Because so, she was having to do it in the heat of the day. But God's planted a seed there, and her eyes and her heart is being opened. At this very moment. Because, okay, he might can satisfy the need I have for this water. Even though she's still thinking it's a physical water. And, 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 and I want to add this to your point is I'm so tired of coming when all the other ladies have come and gone and now they're in their house doing their housework and here I am, I'm having to go in the heat of the day because I may be embarrassed or, or just ashamed of my life that I'm living. And when he talks about that living water, mm -hmm. she says, what is that? Yeah. So we're fixing to find out. Verse 16, Jesus said, Well, go get your husband and bring him back here. But I'm not married, the woman answered. That's true, Jesus said. For you've been married five times, and now you're living with a man who is not your husband. You have told the truth. So do you think that's why she's been going in the heat of the day? You know, yeah. the shame, the guilt afraid of being um, gossip uh, about, talked about. The ridicule mm -hmm. that she would have to endure because I, I'm sure it wasn't a whole lot of difference as it is now when 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 somebody sees somebody and they say, ah, 
that's that woman mm -hmm. uh, that we were talking about at lunch a yeah ago. Mm -hmm. that's that's her yeah yeah verse 19 the woman said well you must be a prophet so tell me this why do our fathers worship god here on this nearby mountain but your people remember she's taught she's uh uh it's a gentile and jew here so but your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship, which is right here. Jesus responded, verse 21, Believe me, dear woman. Do you think he's... <laughs> You're pushing my buttons, lady. <laughs> Believe me, dear woman. The time has come when you won't worship the Father on a mountain, nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Your people don't really know the one they worship. We Jews worship out of our experience. For it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. And I have a few notes. Um, verse 21, where it says, this is Jesus talking, Believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you won't worship the Father on a mountain, nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. So, we don't have to go to a mountain. No. We don't have to go to a church building. No. We don't have to go to a revival. No. And we've probably had more days that we've been out of church this year yeah. than we've been in church. Well, I oh, know yeah. we have. I'm sure we have. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And so many people, but I just, I want to go back to church. Right. Well, I, I understand that. But we don't have to go to church to worship God. No. It says, your people don't really know the one they worship. We Jews worship out of our experience for it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. Um, is there something you want to say about that? Well, I want to I want to put it in a different context. And uh, when Becky was reading it, she read it with authority, and I'm sure that Jesus probably had that authority. But I want to read it in a different context and uh, just listen listen to this and I want you to figure out which one would you believe more Becky said believe me dear woman this time has come when you won't worship the father on this mountain nor in Jerusalem but in your heart with that authority I'm sure you know here's Jesus going through the towns teaching and preaching and everything but let me ask you would you listen to what Becky just said or listen to the way I, I'm, I'm going to say it now? Believe me, dear woman. 
the time has come when you won't worship the Father on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, but only in your heart. There's two different ways that that we can uh, take this, and there's sometimes... And if you read God's Word enough, you can tell there is authority behind it. Look, we've got to understand that this is what God said. This is what God said. And He's, it's just like um, talking to your children. Yeah. Go clean your room. And then they still don't clean their room. Yeah. I said, Yeah. Go, you know, it's a little bit. It's a little bit more different for us to understand in a little bit different way. We're still not getting it, you you know. So yeah. We uh. We have to understand. There's sometimes, and as 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 preachers and teachers, there's sometimes we've got to put emphasis on this and in. In the Passion Translation, it said at the beginning of it, it said, Jesus responded, Believe me, dear woman. Believe me. Listen to what I'm saying. Believe what I'm about to tell you. I want you to believe this because this is about to change your life. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Verse 23. Oh, I got one more. I'm sorry, this one just come to me. We have puppies, and we've always had dogs, and I can remember one of the training videos that we watched a long, long time ago, it may have been in a book, that you can talk to that dog and say, come on, little puppy, I'm going to go put you in that pen because you have messed up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a whooping all the way to the pen. And they think you're loving on them. They think you're loving on them, but in fact, come here because you have messed up. Come here. And I know that may be going a little bit further out, but that's the difference in understanding what God's words is saying to us sometimes. Because I am a love preacher. I want to always show the lovey dub dub and and make sure that we we don't get offended and 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 this and that and the other, but there's sometimes Jesus responded and he says, believe me, it's time to believe me now. It's time to really get into this word and dig down into it. Becky tells me all the time, you need to study more. You need to study more. I I need to study more. She is right. She's very right. I need to study more because this word is what's going to be gushing out of us. Okay, I am done for a couple of minutes. I'm glad you put that clause in. <laughs> okay, so do you think, let's go back to, since you opened it back up, do you think in verse 21, believe me, there's a comma, dear woman, there's another comma, the time has come when you won't worship the Father on a mountain or in Jerusalem, comma, but in your heart. So do you think, believe me, dear woman because he's he's trying to now look here yeah i'm trying to give you living water well you want to take a drink of it now where you don't have to come back 
And that was and that was a big still, emphasis. She's still not, you know, and and he <laughs> sort of like when we don't get it. Come on, right? So, <laughs> you know, if you go back to, um, anyway. He's offered her this living water. Well, she says, well, I want some of that because I don't want to have to come back here to draw no more water at noon. And then Jesus says, well, go get your husband. Well, I'm not married. Well, that's true. And then he, I think he does it in a loving way. I'm sure he does. You know, because he does want her to repent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, be free of any shame or guilt or condemnation that she might have. And then she goes on to say, well, you must be a prophet. So tell me this. You know, it's kind of a little attitude there. Yeah. Um, why do our fathers worship God here on this nearby mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place. All right, woman. <laughs> Believe me, dear woman. The time has come. <laughs> You know, he's trying to get her attention, but he's doing us the same way. But are we, are our eyes open? Just like the note that I made here, um, the woman replied, well, let me drink of that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back to the well. Okay. One, she's tired of living this life that she's, you know, just want to be free of this i don't want to have to skirt around everybody and you know come to this well at noon and her eyes and her heart are beginning to open yeah but it's still not it's still not making connection it's still not clicking well and 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 she was thinking about her uh physical self right because so i Mm -hmm. don't have to come back to the well at noontime and i don't thirst and i because she still thinks this one sip of physical water yeah the 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 water that she was going back and okay here's you here's you a bottle of dasani yeah go on your way yeah you know it's not going to last her a lifetime but that's not that's what she was thinking she's thinking but it's so much more than just a sip of water because I'm fixing to take a sip of this water. And it's the Walmart brand. Okay, it, it curbed a thirst. Right. But the, it won't be long. Right, you're going to want another sip of water. So, let's pick up back in verse 23. It says, from here on... Worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. I love that. All right. I have sincere worshipers underlined in, this is verse uh, 24. In the New King James, it says, But the hour is coming, verse 23, and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. True worshipers. It's not counterfeit. It's not um, fake or phony. It's not the ones wanting a little seal. It's not 
physical. You know, we can go to we can go to church. We can go to the Century Link Center in Bossier City. We can go to a tent revival in on Toledo Bend. We can go have something out in our front yard. Yeah, that's you know, churchy, tangible. Right. We can see it. We can feel it. We can touch it. But is it just like that bottle of water? Is it just for a moment? And it, is it something that's just going to curve our appetite of having a little bit of Jesus mm-hmm. for a little bit of time? Right. Because it says, from here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to go to the mountain. You don't have to go on vacation. You don't have to get up from your desk at work and go to the break room. You, you don't have to go to Jerusalem. Nope. You don't have to go to those You don't have to go to that, that tent revival or that big revival in Houston or yeah. wherever. You know, the Colosseum that seats thousands upon thousands. That's not the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. So, okay, so like I said, in the New King James, it says true worshipers. So what is a true worshiper? They love God with their heart, their soul, their mind, and their strength. They have a passion for God. If not, there is no worship in spirit, but the worship must be in truth. So we can we can go to church. We can go to that church building. We can go to that revival because, you know, this big mega preacher, you know, re- revivalist, evangelist, he's coming you know, within an hour of us, so we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna try to make every night of this week long event. Yeah. Are we going for him? Are we going? Are we being a true worshiper and going to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth, or is it just like that bottle of water? Like Tony said, it's tangible. I can hold on to it. I go to that revival. Well, I went to revival. We sing some amazing songs. The praise and worship was so good. Or their worship time, the worship leader that they had there was so good. And that altar call. Oh, there was people. You know, and then that person that that prayed. I mean, what are we going for? Yeah. You know, sincere worshipers. You know, I can, I can tell. Tony can do something, and and I can say, thank you. And I can mean it, thank you. (laughs) I really wanted this fish basket for supper. She don't like fish. Thank you. (laughs) Or I can say, oh, thank you. This is so kind. You'll see the sunflowers behind me. You know, then that was a sincere gesture oh you planted the sunflowers in the ground and 
And then I had asked him, can you go pick me a couple? And I don't think I said thank you, but thank you. It well, wasn't a, <laughs> It wasn't he brought them in. Oh, thank you. Now I got to go find a, a vase and... You know, there's a difference in our attitude. Yeah. Why are, Why do we want to be back in church right now? You know, why do we... Yeah, we miss people. We miss coming together. But we don't have to miss the opportunity to worship God, to draw closer to Him. Because a true worshiper will worship in their house, in their car, on their way to work, sitting in traffic, buying groceries. Constantly listening to something that's going to encourage you. I heard uh, AFR last week one day, and um, it was Tim Wildman who done it, the uh, president of AFR. And he, he was talking about emails, and he said, I'm sure that we're going to get some negative emails on the comment he just says he says we want to be like caleb positive encouraging and i mean it was just instantly on the comments well what do you have against caleb nothing positive and encouraging and that's the time that we can take right now and i know i'm fisting to go i said for two minutes i'd be quiet but <laughs> but that's where we are now uh, we all just want to go back to church. We all just want to go back to church. And Sunday morning, my message, and God gave me that, that battery power, that solar-powered battery where we can turn that power on. If and we want it. If we want it. But we're more focused on going to church, going to church, going to church. Oh, I can't believe the government is doing this to us. We're not going to church for a safety reason. But we are getting ready for battle. We are getting ready for the 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 what's coming out of this. And if we're not ready, we I'm going to have to stop because we got to keep going with this lady. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> this lady and, and John here. Me or her. <laughs> all right, so let's pick up in verse 25. It says, The woman said, This is all so confusing. But I do know that the anointed one is coming, the true Messiah. And when he comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. 26. Jesus said to her, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. I am the one you are looking for. So he's saying, just open your eyes. And it's not your physical eyes. It's your spiritual eyes. You've got to believe me. You know, believe me, dear woman. The time has come. And, and and here in verse 26, he's telling her, but you don't have to wait any longer. You don't have to wait till the, what is the, the next update for Louisiana? The 
28th. Oh, I don't remember. You don't have to wait 14 That's, days. Yeah. You can worship me in spirit and truth, even in quarantine, even under curfew. Even, no matter what we come Even up if it's just you by yourself. If it's you with a lap full of puppies or riding a horse or... Whatever it is. You I want, don't can, have to go because it, it says up here, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. Um, where did it say that it's not about the place? Yeah, he said you don't have to go worship the Father on the mountain. Nor in Jerusalem. It's in your heart. Right. It's in your heart. There's something I want to point out, and then you can come back and straighten up what I mess up. But the woman said in verse 25, the woman said, this is all so confusing. This is all so confusing. Who is the author of confusion? That's right. The devil. The devil. The devil is the author of confusion. Because she's looking through the natural the, her eyes. natural eyes. Yeah. And we have to believe. That her natural eyes is just like this natural water. You know, I'm thirsty again. I wasn't just a couple of minutes ago. I took a drink of water. All right. This thirst is going to be curved for a little bit longer. But it's going to come back through her natural eyes. She's saying, this is all so confusing. I don't know what to do. But I do know that I heard that there is a Messiah coming. The one true Messiah. The one true. That, that, that is right. She made it personal. The, the, one. Anointed, the anointed one. Yeah. That's what it says in the Passion. I was going to look over here. <laughs> New King James says, I know that I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. That's New King James. And when he comes, he'll tell us all things. Oh. He'll tell us everything. Do you think she she looked and said, Oh wait? He just told me. Mm-hmm. She's it hasn't clicked yet. I think. I mean, <laughs> You think he's wanting to say dear woman again? (laughs) Let's go back to 23 and 24. And this is, again, it's in the Passion. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers, those true worshipers, who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. So, we can't see Jesus in our house. I mean, physically, I mean, I can look over and see Tony. Yeah. I mean, I can look around. Jesus, did he leave the room? Where is he at? But we go to church expecting yeah well what do you want to church for well i'm going to worship god 
But is that Jerusalem or is that the mountain? Who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. Yeah. So he's right here. Now there's a charge that he's charging us. Okay. Since we don't have to go to the mountain and we don't have to go to Jerusalem. Are you ready to worship in your heart at all times? He's making it very easy. You don't have to travel. You don't have to walk 60 miles or whatever. In the heat of the day at noontime to the well. You don't have to... To get your refreshing. Wait for this mandate to lift before you go back to church and worship me. No. He's making it easy for us. But how many times do we eyes are closed, spirits shut down. I'm just waiting on them to open that church back up. Well, I can't go to church, so you know, if I can't go to church, y'all, we all want to be back at church. But we are the church. That's right. But so many times we forget it or we don't well, understand it. And we shut it down because we can't go to the physical church. Right. But when we open our heart up and we are the church and we have, you have heard this through this whole pandemic, you know, we are the church. We are, we are the Bible that most people will ever read. We're that, we're that one Bible, that true Bible. But we would rather shut it down just like this woman did and say, but our fathers worshipped on this mountain here where Jacob's well is. And we know that your people always worshipped in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And we know that you always went to Rocky Mount. And we know that oh so-and-so down the road went to First Baptist in Robilene. To worship God. And we are missing that that vital part of this where it says worship. Jesus is looking for those true worshipers. So, and how does it how does it say it again? You read it a while ago. What's that? The true worshipers. Um They love God with their heart, soul, mind, and strength. That? No, that. Uh, that um he, sin- he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. That's the yeah. passion translation. He longs for that mm-hmm. sincere worship. And this whole, I mean, since March, you know, that's, that's what I've been saying what the enemy I think it's Genesis I want to <laughs> say we can't remember right now is there 52 chapters in Genesis uh, I, I want to say it's 52-12 but I could be way wrong <laughs> but what the devil meant for harm what That's the right. enemy meant for evil God's going to use it is he trying Oops, no, only 50. Okay, then it's, I think it's, look at verse 12. Mm -mm. 
was talking about uh, Joseph dying. Okay, well, erase that <laughs> from your memory. But anyway, what the enemy meant for harm, for the bad, God himself is going to use it so for if, good. So if he is trying to teach us a lesson, believe me, dear child, dear daughter, dear son, Dear son. You can worship me at home, on the lake, at work. Mowing the grass. I'm about to get to the point where I can ride that mower again. We're going to give it a few more days. <laughs> but, but, oh my goodness, there's so much more. Let's, let's keep going. Do you have something you want to say? No, I just I just want to go back to that that sincere, what was that? Sincere worshipers. The sincere that goes worshipers. Back to, thank you, honey. Yeah. For this fish plate. Yeah. Or you know that's really not sincere. Because you don't like fish. I don't like fish. But you bring me a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, honey, thank you. Yeah. You know, it's it's our, the attitude of our heart. Again, you know, you long to be in God's presence in a in a in the sanctuary. And in, in the presence of other believers. But this because can be, iron sharpens iron. This can be our sanctuary right here. Yeah. And you and, can be that sincere worshiper. A sincere worshiper will worship from home. Will praise God if if they're on a physical mountain, a literal mountain on vacation or hiking or whatever. Wherever. Um, let me finish. Are you taking? No, I no no. I just got something else. You go ahead. Okay, so verse 27. At that moment, the disciples returned and were stunned to see Jesus speaking with the Samaritan woman. Oh, I love this. Yet none of them <laughs> dared to ask him why or what they were discussing. And Jesus knows all. And because they just, you, you avoided the Samaritans and the Jews. Yeah. They avoided each other. Yeah, it's like oil and water. Right. Uh, but... What? They met up at Jacob's well. That's right. They could all go to Jacob's well. So that was like a, this is the neutral um, place. Um, So back to verse 28. All at once, the woman, I love this, dropped her water jar and ran off to her village and told everyone. And in a podcast episode... I think it was first part of June. I said, Ooh, Jesus has got him a preacher right there. That girl was preaching. She she goes and tells the village. She is the village preacher girl. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it I've got it wrote on my day de- on a sticky. I've got stickies all over my desk. I've got the uh a sticky that says the woman at the well was the first preacher mm-hmm. before Jesus was crucified, right. but she was that first preacher because she went and told, and that's what the Great Commission tells us to do. And, Go and tell. And after 
Jesus was resurrected. Mary! And she's a... <laughs> she's a woman. That's right. And they were the first preachers. They was the first ones to go and to tell, tell the story. Tell that good news. That's right. Yeah. Good news is the gospel, and the gospel is... Jesus God's Christ. word, and that's yeah. right. So... She's telling her village, verse 29, Come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. And now, she doesn't seem to be embarrassed. Because if you come, he, he, he might tell you, he, he, he might be talking to me, but you're going to hear what I've done. And now, all of a sudden... Oh, keep reading because she's there's a, not, there's something key. She's in not that. Um, hesitant. He could be the anointed one we've been waiting for. Yeah, listen. Do you think she's saying, "Believe me," like he was <laughs> saying in verse twenty-one? Because they're probably like, "What, what, what you been drinking, girl? What well did you drink from? What was in your bucket?" <laughs> verse thirty. Hearing this. The people came streaming out of the village to go see Jesus. I'm sure she didn't have a pulpit. She didn't have a platform. She didn't have a microphone. Didn't have no notes. She didn't have a stack of papers and two or three Bibles like I've got. Let's see, I've got three Bibles here. You've got just one, two, we'll and a notebook. Passion and, and King. Yeah. This is two, three, three four. We've got seven Bibles right here with us right now. And she didn't have that. She didn't have that. But there's something... But she went that's... from a woman at the well? A Samaritan woman? With a past. To... A with tree. a past that nobody really wanted. To a, a true worshiper? Let the worshipers arise? I think of that song we heard at... Sam Let Parr's the worshippers arise. Yep, his wife Becky was singing it. Um, and and she's 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 telling these people, come and meet this man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. He could be the anointed one we've been waiting for. Hearing this, the people came streaming out of the village to go see Jesus. Verse thirty-one. The disciples began to insist. That Jesus, I love this, that Jesus eats some of the food they brought back from the village. See, they done been down to the local market or the fish, whatever, and... Oh, they went to the snack shack. They went to the snack shack. And brought a snack and, back. John, you know, oh, oh, John Holmes is a, a Scooby snack. Yep. Um... I would have said, can y'all stop at that burger barn and get me a hamburger with no bun because I don't really do fish from the snack shack. <laughs> so, so you know, his disciples, his his followers are saying, now Jesus, you got to eat. It is the heat of the day. We left, you were talking to that woman. We come back, you still talking to that woman. How long was this? You know, yeah. how far did they have to walk? So... Teacher, you must eat something. Verse 32, but Jesus told them, don't worry about me. I have eaten a meal you don't know about. And they're probably like, he done went to that burger barn. You know, it, it, was, it was a little further, and we had to stand in line because so-and-so 
bought all the fish, and then we had to wait for them to fry some more fish, and he done beat us back. She probably had a burger, too. <laughs> the next part, what does it say? Puzzled by this. Because I'm telling you, they probably thought he went to the burger farm. The disciples began to discuss among themselves. Did someone already bring him food? Where'd he get this meal? Verse 34, then Jesus spoke up and said, My food is to be doing the will of him. Who is him? That's God. God Almighty. Who sent me and bring it to completion. There's something I want to point out. There's something I want to point out right here. Back a few few verses back, the lady says, I am so confused. She said, I am so confused. I don't understand this. And then Jesus helped her to understand. He helped her to understand. And then all of a sudden, she got it. And she took off. She took off to tell the people in her town. Now, this is the same people that was sitting at the table at lunchtime saying, oh, so-and-so, did you see her? She went up that hill again. There she goes again. To get water because she won't come when we're there. That's right. And here's the disciples puzzled by this. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what to think either. There's, oh my goodness, there's so much more. So, did someone already bring you food, Jesus? Why, why aren't you hungry? My food. I get my fullness. I get my satisfaction. Nourishment. I get my nourishment. I get my feel. To be doing the will of God. To be doing the will of Him who sent me and brings it to completion. Don't you know that's a fulfilled moment when somebody understands. So, in the King James, New King James, it says, verse 34, Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And verse 35, it says, um, As the crowds emerged from the village, Jesus said to his disciples, Why would you say the harvest is another four months away? Look at all the people coming because you remember that girl preacher, she still went and told everybody in her village. And they all knew who she was. And, I mean, can you just see it? I know who she is. I know where (laughs) she's been. And if she's telling us, this man... He told me everything I've done. And they're thinking, and yet she's telling us we need to go see. Oops, sorry. <laughs> let's go, let's go see. Let's 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 go see. Because Jesus has told her everything she's did, but she's still saying, Y'all come. Let 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 me take you there. So the guilt and shame, the fear. Of being called out. The condemnation. 
just come on, let, let me. I think she's had a taste of that water. I think she's had a taste of that, that food that, that, um, that Jesus had. That uh, food of doing the will of God. Yeah, I want to read this, and y'all, this is this is this is this is the Message Bible. This is one of the seven different translations we have right here. This is uh, verse thirty-four. Jesus said, "The food that keeps me going is that I do the will of the one of the one who sent me, finishing." The work he started. Oh my goodness. And we don't have to wait four months. Have we been at March? April, May. We were out two months. And we went back for one month. July, August, September. Okay, if we don't go back to church for four more months. Yeah. It says... Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? That's in the New King James. In the Passion, it says, Why would you say the harvest is another four months away? Look at the people coming. Now is harvest time. Come on, true worshipers. Oh, I want to read it out of the message. Come on, true worshipers. (laughs) In your heart. Why are you waiting? You don't have to say, well... Maybe you can come to our Christmas program because Sister So-and-so always has, you know, this amazing casserole. So I'll just tell you about Jesus then. No, you don't have to wait four months. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. As you look around right now, wouldn't you say that in about four months, you will, uh, it will be time to harvest? Well... I'm telling you to open your eyes and take a look, a good look at what's right here in front of you. The Samaritan fields are ripe. It's harvest time. It's there are people, time. especially with everything we're going through. I think oh. it's got a lot of people's attention. You know, well, yeah. I, they've been talking about them end times, you know. Could this, <laughs> could this be the end times? Because if somebody doesn't know the word, if they haven't been raised in church, and then now all of a sudden you've got flying snakes and, and squirrels that have some kind of something and plague, and then you've got this this pandemic that we're in, and now there's a chain shortage and um, the dust from the Sahara <laughs> Desert and... Oh, don't forget, was it uh, hornets, locusts, or something? Killer hornets. Yeah, I I, I haven't kept up with all of it because it'll put me into depression. Well, I hadn't either, but I had read, I had sent TJ and Amber something about it, and it was listing all these things. And it said, it was on Facebook, and it said, I just want to post this now because in a couple of years, I want to remember, if we survive 2020, I want to remember... What all we went through. And it kept saying, and this is only April. You know? So <laughs> And you, we're now we're in July. Right. So you've got you've got the harvest. I mean I look out across that field and there's 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 cows in the pasture. They're out there doing what the cows are supposed to do. They're grazing. But you've got fields of people around us. Yeah. 
and they're they they're watching the news they're reading the signs as they go into walmart okay well now i have to wear a mask you know into whatever store i go into if i leave my house just to go get a bottle of water or a coke from the store i gotta have a mask on and and yeah those flying snakes and there was an elephant in the oh no a whale in the amazon and the amazon is not water it's it's a rainforest, and, yeah. and and I need to get to church. I need to find somebody that can tell me because what if they're thinking, yeah, the end is coming, and they ask you, hey, can you tell me about about this this Messiah? Can you what, tell me about Jesus? What if they ask you in a different way? Well, what do you think about this t- pandemic? Oh, my goodness. Wait four months, and we'll be back in church. Oh, my goodness. Now, do you think someone that is wanting to know more, we, we should tell them, wait four minutes? I mean, four months? Well, we're going to, we, 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 we the, 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 the state of mind we're in right now, we're going to say, Gloom, despair, and agony on me. If Miss Judy was here, we should be singing it with me because that's where we are most of the time. We want to get right there where the woman was, and she wanted to bring up something else, and then she said, well, I heard the Messiah's coming. But the scripture we just read... My food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. John four thirty four. And it gave if, him the nourishment he if needed. If we can tell others, if it says the harvest, um, the harvest is here. Lift up your eyes and look at the fields. They are white for harvest. God is just looking for those true worshipers. Yeah. Those that worship him in spirit and in truth that will go out just like that lady from the well. She goes back to her village and she's telling. Undoubtedly, she told everybody because it said they kept coming. And there's further down in here. And I'm not sure how far you want to go with this. But further down in here, it was talking about there was just swarms of people that came to know Jesus and got saved by the words of her testimony. By the words of her testimony. Not the gloom, despair, and agony on me because we're in a pandemic. She got a sip of that living water. Once she understood. She goes back to her village. She's telling people and do you think they're like, well, let's let's stop at the snack shack and get... I, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Because she's told all and those people. she left her water jars at the well. She left her bucket. She left them there. And I'm sure she ran to tell them. Because it clicked. All at once, it clicked. She told Jesus, now there's somebody coming... that can tell us everything about ourselves. And then just shortly after that, she understood. He just told me about myself. And then she wanted to go and tell. 
and she did. And so let's go back to 35. As the crowds emerged, this is the crowds that she goes to her village and tells. Um, Jesus said to his disciples, why would you say the harvest is another four months away? Look at all the people coming. Now is harvest time. For their hearts are like vast fields of ripened grain, ready for a spiritual harvest, ready to be true worshipers. Ooh. For everyone, verse 36, for everyone who reaps these souls for eternal life will, rec will receive a reward and those who plant spiritual seeds and those who reap the harvest will celebrate together with great joy. That woman at the well, that woman that had to go draw her water at noon every day. Because she was ashamed of who she was. If you would have asked her, do you have any spiritual seeds you're going to sow? So what? Do you get those at the Burger Barn or the <laughs> Snack Shack? Do you know who I am? Are you new in town? You must not know me. But yet, when she went back to her village... Without her water jars. Without her, without her water bucket, one sip of the living water, and she was able to sow those spiritual seeds... And it says, and those who plant spiritual seeds and those who reap the harvest will celebrate together with great joy. And this confirms the saying, one sows the seed and another reaps the harvest. I have sent you out to a harvest field that you haven't planted, where many others have labored long and hard before you. And now you are privileged to profit from their labors and reap the harvest. Verse 39, so there are many from the Samaritan village who became believers in Jesus because of this woman's testimony. I'm sorry I jumped so far ahead. Don't you want <laughs> to be like this woman? Absolutely. And we can't be like this woman if we're not a true worshiper. Yeah. It's it time the right worshipers here. arise. It starts right here. He told me everything I ever did. Then say, beg Jesus to stay with them. So he stayed there for two days, resulting in many more coming to faith in him because of his teachings. Then the Samaritan said to the woman, hey, here, here we go. We no longer believe just because of what you told us. But now we've heard him ourselves and are convinced that he really is the true Savior of the world. And it took one woman. That was bold enough. Well, it, let's back up. One woman that was embarrassed, that lived a horrible life, that she wouldn't even go to the well at the cool of the day, she went in a bald open sun. It, and it, it, it made it harder for her. Yeah. Because she had to plan her day. You know, did she have to watch? Okay, well, I know they're, they're kind of usually 
one of the last ones, have they left yet? Did I see them go by my house? And Miss So-and-so and Miss What's-Her-Name, they just came back by, so now I have time to go without any ridiculing or harassment or talking ugly. That one woman. But they saw, right, and to see that kind of transformation, you know, you're going to tell me Jesus is over there and you talk to him? Girl, <laughs> you? Girl, I know where you been. And you? How you doing? <laughs> but she said, he's going to tell you all. So that and one sip of living water opened and, her spiritual eyes. And, 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 and she was able to sow those seeds. And it took a little more than one or two tries because Jesus said, here you go. Here you go. Now look here, woman. <laughs> Dear woman. Dear woman, dear man, dear brother and sister, it's time. This little silk, it won't last long. It's refreshing for a moment. What I just took, that water, it's refreshing for a moment. But it's not going to last forever. In that woman's testimony, after she received that living water, there's no end to it because it started a domino effect. I, I love to use that, that phrase or the analogy of the dominoes because once it starts, boom, 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 and it just keeps going. We're right here in 42. See what it says in the message. Verse 42, and this is the passion. It says, Then the Samaritans said to the woman, so she's probably back in her village, in her little town. She knows all these people, and she's not having to avoid them anymore. She's not, you know, she don't have to go out in the middle of the day to, to go do whatever. And they're telling her, we no longer believe just because of what you told us. But now we've heard him ourselves and are convinced that he really is the true Savior of the world because she opened her mouth, because she had been transformed right there at the well. She might not have understood it, but she felt something. Let me read this, and there's something else that... Uh, hold on to that thought. This is the, uh, the message... They said to the woman, we've no longer, we are, we are no longer taking this on your say-so. We've heard it for ourselves and know it for sure. He's Jesus. He's the Savior of the world. They're no longer the hear say-so's. They, they saw it. Mm -hmm. And what did you just say? You said something, and I said, say it again. Oh, and it was so good. <laughs> I don't know. I think back over here, I don't know. 
when the woman said, come and hear this man Mm -hmm. that has told me my whole life. Come and hear what he has said. Come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. Yeah. He could be the anointed one that we've been waiting for. He could be. And she had just told Jesus, well, I hear there's somebody coming. Mm-hmm. I the, hear. Just the, just the breath before that she, yeah. sp- that she spoke. And you, do you see, do you see what's happening here? Okay. She knows. And I'm going to, I'm going to turn this all back around to what we're living right now. She knows enough to say where our fathers worshiped in the mountains where Jacob's well is. Jacob's well, it it not only gave Jacob water to drink, but his sons, his families, his livestock, that well has been there for decades upon decades upon decades. And she said, Jesus, your people, the Jews, say you're supposed to go to Jerusalem and worship. And Jesus said, for it is not here on this mountain, nor in Jerusalem, or nor in the church, or or anywhere else, not even in your home because we've been quarantined, it says it's in your heart. It's not about a place. It's not about a place. It's in your heart. And then we went on and on and on different scenes and different scenes and and then all of a sudden that light went off. Ding! I just said that you was going to tell all and you done told all because you done told me I've been with five different men and I, I still don't have a husband. And the one I'm with now is not my husband. You just told me all this. I told you that the Messiah is coming and he can tell us all. Ding. Oh my goodness. It clicked. It's him. She realized those water pots wasn't important. She ran to the city to tell everybody, come to the well, Jacob's well, in the mountains where we go to worship. Come to the well and see this man that has told me everything in my life that I have done. And these people are intrigued because they're saying, that's the woman that don't get around anybody in the daytime. She goes to the water to get her water at daytime where nobody else is. She may be the woman that comes out, you know, in other times. And all of a sudden, she's right here in the bald open daylight saying, y'all come and meet this man that has told me everything that I have done wrong. But yet, how hard is it for us to say we meet someone or see someone, a message on Facebook, it's social media, where whatever, and we tend to. Well, I don't want to tell them. You know, if you need anything, let me know. I'd rather just say, "Well, I'll let you know when the church opens back up," and yeah. they can they can meet your needs. A true worshiper yeah. is going to want to meet, just like this lady. She wanted to to meet do. The will of the Father. How did it say? Um, 
My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. She wanted to meet those people's needs. Yeah. She wanted her village people, and I don't mean the YMCA people. <laughs> she wanted her pe- the people of her village. Even the ones that talked about her. Yeah. Oh, you and you and you and yeah, you you go you, get your friends and come you, home. You too, y'all. How y'all you doing? Come home. <laughs> but that she saw that field that was white with harvest. Yeah, y'all come on. And it was even hard for the disciples to see it in the beginning. Yeah, they're still like. What's going on? Jesus, what'd you do, man? We went we had to go down to the town. And they didn't bring people back in. They wasn't they wasn't at the wedding when you turned the water into wine. Now they don't know that. All of these people wasn't there. But still they came. And it wasn't just everybody that had been going to church before the pandemic. I I hear different stories and I hear different things. I try to listen to uh, preachers or or other things that's going on. And they say that this time that we're in right now, there's people that's had addictions and they're realizing, hey, this may be what my old Pentecostal grandmother was talking about. The ends, the end is coming. But if we don't open our mouth, if we don't be like that woman at the well yeah. and go back to our village, go back to our gated community, go back to our town, go back to our family, go back to the place we grew up. Back to those we, that hurt us. If we don't tell them. Who will? Who Who will? Who will? If we don't offer them, let me tell you about that living water. Who will? A true worshiper is going to want, they'll leave their water pot. Come and let let me give you a drink of this water. You ain't even got your water jug. Where where is your bottle of water? Since we've been doing this, it's been an hour and 12 minutes. I've drank that much of this water, and I'm still thirsty. Yeah. And I'm still thirsty. And imagine running up a hill and down a hill in the middle of the sun today, two days ago when it was so hot. Imagine running as hard as you can, and that little bit of water wouldn't have done a whole lot. And think of, she didn't just have on a t-shirt and shorts or... Capris well, no, or whatever. They, they couldn't probably, wear a tour. They had to she be was covered. Up. So she's, I'm sure it was hot. Yeah. And, and I don't care how much of the heat you're used to, you're going to sweat. I, I, I'm pretty sure she didn't have on, you know, the latest New Balance or, you know, in her favorite colors. Or You don't think she had those Nikes just through it? I don't know. But she did it. <laughs> some Nike, some Nike sandals. But, but yet we're waiting 
for that right time. Yeah, we're waiting well, on the churches to open. I up. have to. I have to. Let me. Let me. Let me just go buy a new dress or a new outfit. And girl, I cannot go over there with these roots showing. I've got to go get my hair done. And let me run to the gym. I got to go. You know. We got to tone our muscles. This up. quarantine fifteen. No, we passed 15. <laughs> no, we like late night runs to Sonic. Um, yeah, we're we're making jokes but about she this. Didn't, but she didn't worry about it. No. She didn't worry about... She didn't even try to beat, invite them real quick and then beat them back. No, Jesus, I invited all these people over here. Don't you dare tell them what I told you or what you told me. Yeah, don't, don't, tell don't be telling my, my mail. She wasn't worried about it. She wasn't worried that she was, I'm pretty sure she was stinky and sweaty and gritty and maybe out of breath and. Yeah. But it didn't stop her. She went and got it. Because she went and done whatever, she wanted, whatever she felt. She wanted to do. My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. That that and right we there. are the hands and feet of Jesus. That lady, that Samaritan lady, she was being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. Well, his disciples aren't going to do it. Let me go do it. <laughs> they didn't get it. She, she, she finally got it. Why can't we? Yeah. Why can't we? What is holding us back from being that true worshiper? And, you know, we all love to sing. And we... I haven't been able to play anything out of this yet. Because I'm his learning. hip's been out of whack. <laughs> but we don't have to go to our favorite 101 in the Heavenly Highway. There's power in the blood. We don't, we don't have to just have the music, the hymnals. We don't have to have the music being played. When we start worshiping, in spirit and truth it's what's in here That's right. and that lady didn't have it in the beginning no she didn't have it when jesus said can i sit can i have a sip can i have just a cup of water i am thirsty in the natural can i have a little drink of water she didn't have it then Mm-mm. and it could have been after jesus said she gave him some water wet his whistle a little bit and then he started giving her that opportunity to drink of that living water she started giving he started giving her that opportunity to have more to have more and to worship in our in her heart mm-hmm. And then even, I'm going to go back to the disciples because when they said, here, teacher, you must eat. You must eat. Because when they saw the lady take off and run, they still dared not to ask, what was y'all talking about? Or what was that all about? They didn't ask. They said, teacher, 
you must eat because I'm sure she was she was probably saying, Ooh, hallelujah. I'm going to tell the people what I just experienced. Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm coming back and, and I'm bringing a group of people. The disciples said, teacher, you must eat. And he says, you don't understand. That food, that encouragement that I just got from that lady, that Samaritan woman receiving that living water is the food that I need to go on and to do my Father's will that I have done begun doing. And it is so... Oh my goodness, there's just still so much more to the story. Oh yeah. I mean, this... <laughs> you could... You could... And we were at an hour, tw- almost 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I want to encourage you. I'm going to take just a moment and then uh, Becky's going to uh, get back on her thoughts where I've done destroyed it. I want to encourage you because I'm going to be honest with you. It's so easy to get down into a pit. I used to call it, well, I still do. I call it quicksand. You get to a place and it pulls you down. And it's just like it's got a, a vacuum on you. And a suction holds you in that place where you can't get up and do God's work. And you can't get up and and able to expand on the things that God is showing you. But we are, I'm just going to be honest with you, I have been failing during all this going on. And the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God said, or or God sent Jesus, and Jesus said, I come to give life and give life more abundantly. And we was talking about that, well, Becky made mention of this earlier, is those things that the devil means for harm. God's going to use it for good. These things that the devil is using to harm us, to take our 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 everything away, God is going to use that as a platform to be able to go and to do God's will. Even if it is something we chose to do. Yeah. If we chose to fill in the blank. Well, we can go back to the woman. If we chose to live a lifestyle like she lived. Right. And I'm glad that you went there. Verse 29, John 4, verse 29. This is the lady talking. Um, Come and meet a man at the well. Now she's talking to her village people. Come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've done. He could be the anointed one we've been waiting for. And some notes out of the um, Passion. It says, no doubt this woman was the talk of the town. Thankfully, they did not have social media back then. (laughs) Having five marriages, she was well known for what she had done. So, whatever was in our past, if it was whatever, I mean, I just don't want to start calling stuff out, but whatever. The things that we're embarrassed of. For her to say these words... Come meet a man, how did she say it, Um, who told me everything I've ever done. It was an honest confession of her past. The miracle here 
is that the people believed her and went out to see for themselves. So you could have been the town drunk. You could have been the one, your, your picture and write up for, you've been arrested for drugs or theft or, or everybody in the town knows you had an affair or whatever. The miracle here is that the people believed her. So her past actually helped them to believe. Wow, this this Jesus, he must really be over there. You know, why would yeah. she invite us to come back to that place, to this well? If it's just an ordinary man or if it's, a, it's one of those women that's been talking about her. But there was a true change of heart. There was a true spiritual awakening. She went from a woman at the well to a true worshiper at the well. A child of God. Yeah. And so whatever your past has been, do not let that stop you from stepping into that true worship that God wants you, that true worshiper that he wants you to be. Because when you see that field that is white with harvest, you see all these people that are literally scared. Okay, I... The end is near. I don't know this Jesus. I've never stepped foot in a church other than, you know, from a grandma's funeral or whatever. They say he lives in my heart. You know, so-and-so said he lives in my heart. Does he live in my heart? I, how did he get there? They don't know. But then you step into that true worshiping position And they know, I know, I know they go to church down the street, but I know they used to be just like this woman here. This woman was the talk of the town. Maybe you've been the talk of the town. And with social media, I mean, it seems like every day they add another app you can download to connect with people. And small towns, people like to talk. People like to to share. People like to... Concerned. Yeah, they're just concerned. You know, they're not gossiping. They're just concerned. So, if you were that talk of the town, and you've had that experience, just like this lady, it says, for her to say these words was an honest confession of her past. So, for you to tell whoever you meet down at the convenience store on the corner well let me tell you about Jesus and in the back of their mind you were the talk of the town and here you are telling me that I can I can be redeemed I can repent of my sins I can be saved I can be set free I can be healed I can be delivered of of 
the bottle that's in, in being, you know, hidden in a brown bag, you're telling me that I, I can still have a relationship with him? But if we don't tell him, who will? Yeah. Ooh, low. We... <laughs> They said, they said, we don't have to believe because you told us anymore. We believe it because we heard him. We felt him. And now we're worshiping in our hearts. Are we going to be that trigger? I was sitting here just now and I was going to wait and talk about this on Sunday, but she sparked a three-day revival. Well, right here in the notes, it says Sea Song. So I'm uh, I'm assuming that's Song of Solomon. Uh, verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 15. Can you look that up real quick? If I can find it. It says the church is truly the woman at the well. Ooh. The church is truly that person that was the talk of the town. Just what I said, and I just read this. So you're the church. It doesn't matter. Each one of us. Each one of us. It doesn't matter. If, How am I missing it? If your um, your picture has been blasted on every news channel, the media has just over and over talked about the crime you committed. If you did have five spouses and you're living with someone that you're not married to, once you have that conversion, once you have that taste of living water, once you become that true worshiper, the church is truly the woman at the well, the talk of the town. What does it say? Oh, I can't, I <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> what did I say, 415? Yeah, I think it's right there. The... Um... Oh, my goodness. And this would be a Bible that they're not all... Yeah, they're not all numbered. We, uh... I we, think... Is this fifth? This is fifty. Yeah. It says, A garden fountain, sparkling and splashing, fed by spring waters from the Lebanon mountains. That's that Song of Solomon that I said. The church is truly... Thee, and you put your name, you put your past, you put whatever. That's who the church, that's who God wants the church to be. Because they're that come, let me tell you about this man, it is packed with a testimony. Yeah, we have been talking about this for an hour and a half now. And what this what what happened with this lady at the well? 
she was that first one to go and to spread the gospel. She was the first one to go into that town and tell them about Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, the one that could tell all in all. He knew it all. And it said that they asked him to stay two more days, three days. That first three-day revival. And Jesus told his disciples, you tell me that in four months it's going to be harvest time. He said, but open your eyes and look at the field of Samaritan people that are here right now. Open your eyes and look at the field of people that are here right now waiting for somebody to tell them about Jesus. Who's it going to be? Fields are ripe. They're, they're ready. Because so many, especially with so many preachers putting their message on Facebook, going Facebook Live, scroll, people are scrolling through. I'm sure there is so many um, people that never stepped foot in a church or revival or wherever and they're hearing they're getting here they're, they're hearing word of god so in there's all different there ways. is seeds just like it talked about here you didn't have to do all the labor you no. just need to go in and 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 gather gather that harvest yeah because people has been watching sermons listening to sermons on facebook on Insta, wherever on social media The groundwork's already been done. The seeds have been planted. The labor has been going on for You don't years even have to do the labor. All you have to do is open years. your mouth. Tell somebody about Jesus. Be that true worshiper. Be that one that's going out into the fields. Be that one that's going to the cities. Let the worshipers arise. Let the worshipers arise. Mm. Let your sons and your daughters sing. And we do not own the rights to this music. No, and I can't sing it either. It's a beautiful song, though. It is. But I, I just, I felt this message needed to be done now. And I've got to be honest with y'all. We didn't. I sent him the email. <laughs> she told me, look over this. I looked over the scripture. Hey, I we even, know this. I even <laughs> went through the the struggle of sending him the link. All he had to do was <laughs> click on it and print it. Uh, but God is so then good. He, then he said, are we going to talk about it? Or are you just going to blindside me with it? Blindside, <laughs> sit down, let's get started. <laughs> <clears throat> Y'all be praying. Because just as this lady sparked a revival, a three-day revival, it happened all at once. Be praying about what God is going to do. What God is going to do through you. Through you. Through your community. could Through whatever. <laughs> your village people. <laughs> your village people. Why? <laughs> I can't do that. 
I get confused. I hit the camera again. Please don't. We uh, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to offer some living water that will go on and on and on and change somebody's life. Change somebody's life. God is doing some good things. He's put different ideas in mine and Becky's uh, mind, and we've been praying about it. Y'all be praying along with us because uh, we, if God directs, there might be something great, big that comes out of this. Um, just be praying. Don't be sitting on the sidelines praying. And spill my coffee. Don't spill the coffee. <laughs> but there is work to be done. Look what this lady, the lady that that everybody talked about, look what she done in that village. Oh my goodness. And we all, if you've been in church at all, you know any of this story, we all know that the lady that is is described in the word is somebody that's not in the public eye not a public figure but she 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 brought a great harvest to God's people she brought a great harvest it wasn't because of her past of being good the the perfect christian the the uh normal christian it wasn't because of that it was because she had a taste of that living water where she didn't have to thirst anymore and all of a sudden she had that same feeling that jesus had my food is doing the will of the father who sent me I want to read this. Um, talking about the woman at the well. This is some notes out of the Passion Translation. It says, She will go down. Talk about the woman at the well. She will go down in history as the first New Testament evangelist to win a city to Christ. To win her village people to Christ. God is faithful to use anyone to reach others when we are honest to tell others that Jesus knows everything we've ever done and he still loves us. It wasn't just a church. It was the whole city. So. The whole village. All the churches came together. Our names won't, they're not going to end up in the Bible like this woman at the well. And but, she was just a Samaritan woman. But think of the names. <laughs> because we opened our mouth. The names that will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Just because we opened our mouth. I came to do... My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. Mm. Don't get so, much better than if that. If that don't preach what they say... <laughs> Your wig's wet. Your wig is wet. <laughs> so, 
the church is truly the, and you fill in the blank with what your past was. Your past was. 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 Will be, once you repent, it will be no more. Washed. So, repent means if, turn around. If we can help you, we can't. We can't save you. We can't nope. forgive your sins. Nope, that's not our job. We can pray with you. Absolutely. We can encourage you. We Very can listen. Much. Good listeners. But just reach out and. Just reach out. Just reach out. Just reach out. And be a believer. Believer. Not just a good Christian. Be a believer in what the Word of God is telling us. Because sometimes Jesus, He He has tried and tried and tried and we just don't want to listen. I'm sorry I talked so oh, much. It's great. So, if y'all need anything, let us know. Be praying. Be praying. We're not giving that virus any anything. Give credit to where credit's due. And it's all God about is a God. good, good father. Our good father is opening doors, he is making a way, and he is there with open arms. And he's closing doors. He is he's closing, closing doors, doors. That, that we weren't to walk through. He's closing doors that weren't meant for us. He's closing doors that doesn't have our name on them. He's Even closing, though we're banging on them. He's closing those doors that's harming us where we can't see what he's he He's closing those doors us. on our past where you, the church is truly the. You fill in the blank. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. It's been an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> May take a couple of days to get it downloaded. True worshipers, it's time to arise. And it's time to arise. And be that true worshiper. What's the name of that song? How can somebody go find it? I'll post a link on Facebook. Okay. Because I want to listen to it just as soon as we get done. Because I want to sing that song. Let the worshipers arise. Yep. Let the sons and the daughters sing. Oh my goodness. If y'all need anything, let us know. We're going to be praying. Don't forget to pray for what God is doing and what's next. Not just what's going on now. What's next. Be encouraged because God is still on the throne. He's still in control. Any last words? Worshippers, rise up. Got work to do. <laughs>